When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm recording now and I'm ready to hear all the bits you're saving for Tyler. All those good bits for Tyler. Give me the good mm. ones. Let them let them rip. First we first we have to do our alignment, Johnny. Oh sure. Before sure. you get oh, any okay. bits, we have to do our alignment. Oh, sure. Yeah. But I want the bits now. <laughs> Naughty children do not get bits. Zip over to another part of the city, kind of in the bowl that, that we have established for this particular district of Dominion. We, we're sort of on the outer edge where uh, part of the floating city bumps up against a rocky cliff and we can see the entrance to a cave there. And... We see somebody sitting outside a cave with a gas lamp right next to them. They're an older sort of person. And when I say an older sort of person, age radiates off of them. They're they're not like Spit, who is just like an old man. They are someone who maybe they look younger than Spit, but they just feel old as a person. It doesn't matter whether you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, or your 50s. You look at that person and you go, oh, that person's old. Whether I am older than them or not, this person is actually old. And I I think they've got like we'll say a harmonica that they are, you know, piping away on just to pass the time when the group of Wendell, Nodos, and Gable kind of approaches this person. Good evening. The person like holds up a hand and then, you know, motions people forward. Good evening to you. What brings you here this time of night? Well, first I thought it was the case, but that gas lamp, I love it. Where do you get those? There, I've seen them everywhere. <laughs> ah, I see you're not from the city. No. Visiting. That's by definition, yes. <laughs> uh, the gas lamps are traditional here. Hmm? Lovely. I just just wanted to pass commentary. Anyway, Wendell's the one who's doing all the you know, organizing, so... No, I love it when you talk, too. No, well... That's fun for me. Uh-huh. It feels like, feels like we're on the adventure together. <laughs> I, I know what you're thinking. Am I French or Dracula? 
The answer is yes. <laughs> There's, I certainly was thinking of it, and all of my questions have been even more confused. But <laughs> thank you for that. What I also sidebar, Wendell, don't you? Why are you still here? Hmm? What? 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 What do you mean? You gotta. You're gonna go. You're gonna go get married. What are you still doing here? Well, yeah, on the mainland. Oh, we're still we're still not there yet. Okay. I just no, not there yet. But Wendell, were you intending to stay on with the crew? I, I know you've been married once before. I, I, I mean, I hadn't given it too much thought. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, that- Listen, I understand being a, a young buck, being a bachelor's a, attractive lifestyle, and I I know it's frightening to step into the next thing, and you haven't needed to for so long because you've been trying to get the money to build your life back at home. But now that you, the prospect of home is before you, I it, it must be frightening. I get that. I understand that. And maybe in this course of this journey, we can help you find that – uh, sort of metaphorical adulthood to help you move on to the next thing, but we just I didn't need to do that table setting right now. Well, I I thought that we were here to avoid our problems. All right, I, I don't I don't think that's a real thing. <laughs> I don't goes with you wherever you go. The avoidance is because it's in here, and the brain is at the yeah. top of the body, and it keeps on moving with you. With that, the person leads forward. Uh, excuse me, excuse me. All right, Dracula. Uh, <laughs> How much to get all, in the cave? Uh, you are not from around here. We we will require a, a passage in order to use uh, the. Oh my gosh, Saang Saang les Gair. Sounds like you had trouble with that. <laughs> yeah, I need to. Uh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Google Translate. Oh, pull up the pronunciation guide. This is your I... native tongue, correct? You should have just really rolled off. The song légère. Pardon. You have not used the song légère before. No. What? The tunnel it? chords. Oh, tunnel chords. Yes, certainly. I, what is it? A safety measure? I take from your silence that you have not. This is fine. In order to travel the caves, you will need light. There is no light in the dark, and <laughs> lanterns will fail. Noticeably so, there is no light in the dark. You got me there. <laughs> I'm try. I'm sorry. I am trying to slow down uh, for someone who does not understand simple concepts. And Seems also like we're both not being, speaking my native tongue. We're both being rude. I understand. <laughs> You're being rude. I know, but culturally, I am supposed to be rude uh, to you. <laughs> I feel like that's... You didn't need to... Bring, this is my birthright. You didn't need to bring that into this conversation. <laughs> and I am saying that, yes, I agree with you. I didn't disagree with the things you're saying. I'm Continue. <laughs> In order to do this, mm-hmm. he reaches to his side and pulls out a knife. The silver of this blade glints wickedly in the scant moonlight. Oh, I'm so sorry for being removed. I'm so sorry. Oh, you don't need to, please, we don't need to get in a fight. We don't need to do any stabbing. That's that's fine. There is no amount of apologies that will prevent me from taking your blood from you. It, uh, because this is how the song Legere works. Pardon? <laughs> 
the cord needs your blood to light the way. Really? Yeah, it's one of the cool things about this place. Uh, they've got all these caves, right? And they've got these ropes in the caves. And in order to get them to light up and take you on the, the, the pathway uh, that, that you need to walk, you got to feed them blood. Wendell, this is something that we're going to <laughs> uh-huh. talk about in your upcoming relationship. There's something called trickle honesty. So you... You are saying things, but you're not saying them in in the completion that we need to know them. So you are saying, oh, I wasn't dishonest. I just didn't tell you right away. That's, that's the same thing. It's the same thing. Oh, I'm sorry, Gable. On our cool, fun adventure together, you might need to bleed a little bit. <laughs> it is very cool. I'll tell, I'll tell you that to you, Dracula Frenchman. This is a very cool situation. Yes, it is almost as if a group of people who have cool ideas came up with it together instead of it just being a thing that naturally we figured out in this environment. Uh, Very glad that I landed on a little bit French and a little bit Dracula. (laughs) That's kind of thematically, Mm. I think we can all agree, the deal. Yeah, Uh, we can justify anything, truly. (laughs) I, I love that we invented the most morbid glow sticks known to man. Yes. <laughs> it is pretty yucky, I do have to say. But, okay, all right. What is the, the is the feed just blood? Do I have to give you any money? Do. Uh, yes, uh, I, I will. You will tell me where you want to go, and I will pick out the red cord for you. If you would not like to uh, pay me a, a tip, uh, then. I will leave you to find it on your own. Okay. What? What's the... Uh, not from here. What is the standard tip for this procedure? Uh, we're, we're, we're heading to uh, Plume Crew. Ah, I see. I don't like the, the way Plume you say that. Crew. I hate the way you say that. <laughs> Tell me, are you gentlemen willing to risk your lives on this night? Sure. Sure, man. (laughs) Whatever. That does appear to be the theme of the night. And I've apparently got nothing better going on. So, yeah, let's risk our lives. Cool stuff. Party time. (laughs) I suspect you, you all have heard this story, yes? The Watcher in the Dark. Is the watcher in the dark? Mm, we've heard from a single person who is standing next to me with a, a lot of confidence that there is a treasure that has been unclaimed. And that is as far as and I know. I heard it from a guy in a bar. Oh, awesome. Great. Ah, yes. Well, Lip Loom Crew is a staple of this area. There are many treasure hunters who come to Duchmignon. Many who wish to claim a fortune to provide themselves a life of comfort and luxury. One that can be provided by many of the amenities here in my fine city. It is a dream that draws people from all over. And Le Plume Cru is one of the finest. But you are correct. No one has ever claimed this treasure before. It sits at the bottom of a deep well, 
one uh, thing that you might not be familiar with. The water here is not the same as the water across the rest of Spear. In the rivers and the lakes that we all know lies Rusalka, who tempts those to come close to her banks and drowns them under the wave. And of course, out in the sea, amongst the arms of Oceana, you have the Leviathan and the cold touch of the Meliner. Here in Dominion, Nizel claim our water. The salt mixes with the fresh water, creating the brackish tides of Dominion. And here, you can swim. Here, you can move in the water safely. However, water, even without the curse of either Rusalka or the Mariner, is still very dangerous. And so, those who are hopeful head out to Plumkruh and find themselves seeing a fortune in the dark, a fortune that watches them back and tempts them down. And those who value fortune more than their lives perish under the water. And those who value their lives more than fortune turn back the other way. I have never seen anyone claims his treasure, but I have seen everyone walk away who does walk away from the experience realizing the richness of their own life. Watcher in the dark, huh? Yeah, the watcher in the dark. The plume crooks. Are you sure it's just a watcher in the dark or do you think it's someone who forgot that you need light inside of the dark? <laughs> I see we have a person of ideas. Well, if you do have a light that can survive underneath the I water, was being mean to you. I was trying to be very mean <laughs> to you. I wasn't having any idea. I don't like you. We're not friends. It is, uh, how do you say in your language, very difficult to be mean to someone from a place of ignorance. No. Never mind. I'm on board. That was fun. I like that. (laughs) Uh, You'll see, this is culturally the sort of meanness that we have here. Yeah, tete a A little fun. I'm having fun. Now I'm having fun. You're going to fit in just what? I hope you don't drown. I I, I really mean it when I say, I I, I hope you don't drown. I hope that you don't drown for whatever it is you're doing. (laughs) It would be cool if no one drowned. I mean, it would be great if no one drowned. Cool. If you would like to go see Plum Kruh, then all you have to do is give me uh, four ounces of blood and one silver bit. I'm gonna gonna huddle with my with my fellows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna huddle bit. We're, we're just gonna do a quick huddle, real huddle. quick. So I know I, I can do the silver. Okay. The rest of it can't. Oh, there's nothing. I don't know. Blood. Uh, yeah, I. Gonna be honest. Uh, you know, I've got, I've got my, my right arm. Uh, which I, I use that for all my writing and my, my correspondence work, my, my fine work. And I've got the old lefty here. Uh, 
Which, I, can, can you fellas keep a secret? Sure. Maybe, d- depends if you <laughs> talk to the people that I talk to. <laughs> uh, since my accident, I haven't done a lot of bleeding from my left arm. Oh, interesting. You know, I, I don't, I don't do a lot of feeling in the left arm either, mm. uh, but definitely not a lot of bleeding from it. Uh, yeah. that's normal, I bet. Right? So I'm just the blood boy, then, <laughs> is what I'm no, hearing? No, no. It's kind of what I'm hearing not is, necessarily. I'm here for the blood, because no. you need a blood guy. If we... No. No. Your blood no man. No, A big strong man full of good juicy blood that... And then when I'm always saying, you've got so much blood, so, so much, much good blood. Everyone I talk to is just like, oh, you press on him. Like, oh, I wish I was a mosquito just trying to get in there. Yum, yum. Wendell, I, I don't know if you know, but assuring me that you're always saying that I'm full of such good blood doesn't do a lot to alleviate my concern that you brought me here as the blood guy. Blood man. <laughs> and as a... I'll do, I'll, I'm doing the money, and then Wendell will go first. So if there's a drowning involved, then he'll, he'll take that burden on, right? Yeah, sure. Fantastic. Totally. I'm down for that. <laughs> Fantastic. Sad. That's great. We're, ha- we're, uh. we're, I want to remind everyone, we're doing this for fun. This is a fun <laughs> thing that we decided to do as friends. Yeah, we're, look, the rowdy R's are gone, okay? And I would never say that we were disloyal in the way that the rowdy R's were, but we've always been a bit rowdy. You know, when when they needed someone to cause a distraction on the civility, who was there? It was us. And when they needed someone to, to commandeer Il Sanguidio, when, when there was a mariner attack, who, who was there? It, but- that- was it was us. us. I also, these are all things that I decided. It wasn't like other people. It was mostly just like me saying, I want, I want to go places with my friends. When the vote came to Nordia, though, and people asked us what we wanted to do, each of us three said we would stand and fight yes, against the most terrible force that has ever been known in Sphere. Uh-huh. Fearless. The three of us have always been fearless and here we have it we have the final real test what what, what did we do what did we do when I found out that I was going to get married we decided to go out and hunt Leviathan Mm -hmm. together that didn't scare us at all that was a walk in the park Mm -hmm. it was fun yes yes it was we get our thrills from taking risks. And so he that listen, Nodos, your blood hasn't come out yet. <laughs> it's all been inside. You've been very stingy with it. Maybe now's the time. Get, get a little get a little bit, give a little bit, you know? I suppose yes, yes. We will maybe on this particular adventure find some clarity. And if the price for that is a couple ounces of blood... Four ounces is quite a bit. 
gotta get pretty dizzy. <laughs> well, I, I guess there does look like this twenty-four hour bakery stand over there. We'll get some cookies. We'll do a negotiation. Juice. All right, Dracula. Quick question. <laughs> so, we've got the we've got the silver, right? Four ounces of blood seems like a lot, but is can we do a little bit just for the safety and to make sure that like you as a host get like all these great five star reviews? Is there? Do you have any sugar cookies? Do you have an orange juice that you can give my little blood friend here? Oh, I see what your group might be looking for. Well, this is a different oh, no, that guy. Sounded too, that sounded too close to fucking Calvar. Mm. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, uh, this there it is. Jerk off Jerry. This, this isn't your friend. Uh, this is another guy. Uh, hey, I couldn't help but overhearing uh, that y'all looking to go on a bit of an adventure, but you don't have enough blood. Uh, betwixt your group to maybe go down that tunnel without anyone passing out. <laughs> are you are you offering blood? Are, are you just hanging around the front of the cave? That's offering? right. That's right. Oh, I'm boy. a bleeder. <laughs> I'm a professional bleeder. I bleed all day. Now hang on one oh, second. Yeah. Hang on one second. One second. All right. Now this man's blood is not as good as my blood. All right. I can <laughs> bleed all day, every day, do and not, still do, do not, not listen, listen to him. him. Do, not not listen listen to listen to him. do not listen to him. Do not listen to him. Oh, I'll bleed you guys. Looking to buy some blood? Look, don't let these two jokers. <laughs> no, no, no. Do not listen to him. Do not listen to him. I'm not listening Look. to him. No, no, no. I got, I got. I'll the... open the vein right now. You know what? You can't. Don't even worry about it because I've already picked my finger. All right, no, go ahead. You... Watch this blood trickle down my index finger. Okay, <laughs> this is premium blood. All right, now it oh, will continue God. to run down to my elbow and then drip down because I bleed so often, so frequently, so well. Please. I you think say something the word. that. You may be misunderstood. This is not my blood, but I do have blood. <laughs> okay, that's some blood. This person is with a mob and just murdered somebody. <laughs> look, 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 look. I'll give you a tiny little bag of blood for free just so you can see if you like it. Do okay? not listen to and this then, person, all right? Their bags are you... porous, all right? It is more mess than it is worth. I don't need to smell the mess. It's a, it's a, a canvas sack. <laughs> it's dripping. Now, if you, well, that's a. Because you don't want any of the grit, you know? You just want that pure blood. The canvas sack collects the grit. Everything that drips out is that fresh, clean blood. Very much now, a limited time offer. <laughs> hey, ta- take it or leave it, okay? Take I will leave that. I will leave you. I don't need that, whatever that is. For the other two of you, this is... Uh, uh, the, is this just a small economy, a little industry? Where oh, you're... yeah. We get all kinds of tourists and treasure hunters mm-hmm. uh, looking to make a quick buck. Mm-hmm. And they got to divide up the price mm-hmm. uh, 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 using the bleeder to, mm-hmm. to, to get the right rope. And, mm-hmm. and then they need blood mm-hmm. so that they don't pass out when they're on their little adventures. Mm-hmm. And that's why we, we sit around. Mm-hmm. We're just waiting for someone to bleed us dry. <laughs> well, not dry, but bleed us a bit. Okay, I'm gonna come clean. I'm gonna come clean. <laughs> I don't need okay. you. It was. You, I don't need. It you. was rat blood. Okay. <laughs> I got bit. I got does not beat. work. That does not it's work. Not gonna work. You put rat that's blood on that rope. Work. It's just These gonna be a dirty rope. Love human blood. Mm-hmm. All right, sir. But, well, that's why. That's why I'm. I'm being honest with you. That was rat blood. But if you want some real blood, I got some real blood. Okay. This <laughs> is from. This is from humans. I swear. Hey, hand to God. 
It's human blood, okay? Stop. <laughs> there are just all these sacks everywhere that are leaking. <laughs> Absolutely. You just filled. I'll tell you, I will tell you this much right now, all right? This man has been here with those sacks for weeks, all right? He has picked them up, put them down. He does not know which sack is the human blood sack, oh, all right? Oh, um, you, no, I, you no, do. Am I lying? Emma, point to the human blood sack right now. No, right now. If I if I show you which one, you're gonna take it. You're gonna throw it on that rope. You're gonna get down. Why would I? Why would I need a sack of blood? I don't want you in that hole. I can bleed my own sack of blood right now if I wanted to. Please don't. Please, everyone, keep their blood inside. Okay, please. I will make you. I will make you one final offer. Bleed my blood. Use my blood. All right. Because I I am the best bleeder in in the entire city. I am not an adventurer. I am very scared of the tunnels. I will never go down there. All right. Okay. But. I will. I I love encouraging other adventurers to adventure into the tunnels. Mm-hmm. And I might not be the best bleeder, but I'm willing to learn. <laughs> I'm willing to learn. I feel like that's ever one or done. I don't think you need. That's a. I don't think this will apply the skill. Okay, what look. Is, <laughs> I just no, you get out of here. No, I'm gonna look. You can take their blood. That's fine. All I need is somebody to bring all these bags of my blood down into that hole and leave them there, okay? As long as these, as long as these bags of blood don't make it back up, we're good, okay? We're square. We're even. What do you mean we're square? We don't owe you anything. Will you pay me to take those sacks down? And then yeah, I can I'll give pay. You, all, you got all the bags of blood you could want. No, that's not what I mean. <laughs> I don't need the blood. You need to offer something to me. I am offering you as many bags of blood as you can carry down into a hole. I don't understand what you're not understanding about this. I don't need it. So leave them down in the bottom of the hole. Everybody wins. Okay, no. the I just want to let people know that the the finger prick has dripped down to my elbow and now is dripping on the floor. So this so also good. is a limited time offer. You don't you don't want that to go to waste. Mm-hmm. Is what is blender. what is the price of the the, the blood? Right? Oh, Not geez, you. I've never thought about price. Um, <laughs> you've never uh, gotten this far. Wow! Wow! <laughs> never this far. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. What am I worth? What am I? What are you worth, Lenny? What are you worth? Okay. 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 All right, I'm gonna say two copper bits. Oh, bud, I'm is not that gonna too allow low? you. Is that is that That's too high? Way too low. One copper bit. One That's copper bit. Too... You can nope. get all my blood. Leave keep me dry on for one on. copper bit. Lenny, I'm so sorry. I can't allow myself to. You keep speaking to I, you. I want to be able to price my blood at a copper bit, but I know I can't. Oh. I, know it's not worth that. I need to stop my speaking to all. I don't of know you. much about bleeding. I've been, I've been over my head. I don't think I think we're not going to use any of these services, but I do want you to circle up. Let's do a little I, separate. I nodos. would actually love to. I don't nodos, want to you don't bleed need to, four ounces out. I just need to talk to these. I, if you're going to continue this industry, just you know, set your right value yourself, right? Like if you're going to be the Ubers of blood <laughs> or the lifts of blood hub sharing. Uh-huh. Blood Maybe, hub. <laughs> it's gonna be a blood hub. Maybe co- make a collective set of price in the industry so no one's like un- un- underscoring or uh, like trying to price gouge. That right. might like make your a cartel? No. Like a union, <laughs> which is a legal cartel. <laughs> okay. 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 Wow. So I'm not sure we're gonna take advantage of this, but you just think about it. 
I, again, I would love to take advantage of this because it get, four ounces sounds like a lot. We could die. We could drown. You know what? You know what? Okay. Two ounces of my blood, one copper bit. One copper bit, two ounces. I mean, if that's is that if that's what you feel that you are worth inside I, of your heart. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I've been doing this for months. I just need one sale. All right, and then okay. I will reassess how I feel after that. All right. Fantastic. I'll leave. Okay. He's got to emotionally unpack because he's been doing a lot of this work pro bono. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. You said mm-hmm. two ounces. Great. That's two ounces. And then no, no. You see a little two ounces just for you. That's easy. You do that every day, right? Uh, every day? Every day. Everyone bleeds a little bit every day, right? I haven't done Gables it in a while. Out. I don't remember. Uh, what? What? <laughs> anyway, let's uh, all prick our fingers and start bleeding, baby. So, uh, Lenny the leech uh, <laughs> just uh, <laughs> he he just takes a takes a takes a knife, stabs himself Nobody in the arm. <laughs> And just hovers that over a precarious mason jar, and then just uh, so where are you from? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're from the Uhuru. We recently. Died. Oh, I saw that ship come in. It's very, very, very special looking. Very special looking. You know a special ship when you see it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. What do you? What do I mean, you I'm originally from the mainland, uh, but I've been flying, you know, for for the past. Oh wow. God, it's been more than a decade now uh-huh. in the sky. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. I, you know, I see you guys come in and out of port all the time. I could not do it. All right, I, I get. I am so scared. I am not a scared. I'm not afraid of blood, but I am afraid of venturing out of my comfort zone. I will not. Uh-huh. I will not go into the tunnels, and I will not go back into the air. And you know what? Here we go. Two ounces of blood right there. Oh, thank you. Wow, that's for just you. like that. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah, I think I opened up a little too much of of the skin. How would, all right. Yeah. How would you go to the doctor? Go yeah, to the doctor. Um, all right. And so uh, thank you so much for your service. It's been a copper, pleasure. Here's that copper bit. Thank Man, you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, hey, welcome to the doctor. How may I help you today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. They we approach need, we Dracula. Need a deep Hey, heroes, it's James, your game master, and for real, this time I'm serious about it, this is the generic mid-roll. Those other generic mid-rolls, they were generic, but now they are. Uh, Just so everybody knows, I'm doing generic mid-rolls because I recently had a baby, and taking care of a newborn does not leave me with time to do most of my regular podcast duties. Obviously, Skyjax is going to continue posting. I'm just not going to be making bespoke mid-roll announcements for it. With that said, first, I want to thank Lex, the Lexicon artist, for joining us as a guest for this arc. And I want to let everyone listening know that Lex is currently touring. So if you have enjoyed their performances here on the show, and you're also in a position where you think you can go out and see shows safely, I highly recommend showing up to Lex's tour. They're going from the East Coast through the Midwest, up and down the country throughout March and April. And you can get tickets for a performance in your area by heading to thelexiconartist.com or following the link in our show notes. I know not everybody's COVID safety protocols allows them to go out and see concerts. 
But if yours do, there's nothing better than supporting an artist like Lex uh, in a very difficult time. And if you can't make it to one of the tour dates, check out Lex's website anyway and listen to their music. It's really great. In addition to our regular game, for this arc we're playing StarCrossed, the two-player Forbidden Romance RPG. StarCrossed was designed by my dear friend and former network member Alex Roberts and is published by Bully Pulpit Games. You can pick up your own copy of StarCrossed by following the link in our show notes. A big thank you to all the cast and crew who are involved in producing the music for this arc. That is not just our guest for the arc, Lex the Lexicon artist, but it's also Arnie Parrott, our house musician, Tyler Davis, who you're going to be hearing later on, James Mendez Hodes, who wrote some lyrics for one of the songs that'll be appearing much later on in the arc, and of course, Casey Tony, our editor, for choosing when and where it appears in the show. And also a huge thank you to Tracy Barnett, who assisted Casey Tony on the editing for this arc. As always, one of the biggest thank yous goes to our Patreon patrons who made everything you're listening to possible by supporting the show. Let's thank them right now. Lee Taylor, thank you. Everett Werner, thank you so much. Discmond, thank you. Claudia Z, thank you so much. Florian Kelber, thank you. Hibideri, thank you so much. L. Thank you. Miranda Hughes. Thank you so much. Elias Olson. Thank you. Katrina Place. Thank you very much. Jamie Van Kessel. Thank you. Kylie Owens. Thank you so much. Clara Frank. Thank you. Rose D'Amato. Thank you very much, Grandma. Nate Ott. Thank you. Hyperbolic Nerd. Thank you so much. And Anna Part. Thank you. Thanks again to everyone who supports us on Patreon. We wouldn't be able to make this show without you. Thanks to everyone who supports us already and everyone who's going to support us in the future. Also, quick update on that short story that I was talking about last week. Uh, finished revising it, haven't recorded it yet uh, because of the baby, but I really do hope to have it for you next week. Um, it'll be worth the wait, I promise. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, with all of that out of the way, let's get back in the sky. While that D-plot is happening, Nodos grabs the, the little mason jar, adds, adds his own blood to the mixture, hands it over to French Dracula. French Dracula Just chugs it. Uh, we can see uh, <laughs> at, towards the top of the cave, there are these intricately woven knots 
that are leading down the ceiling of the cave, kind of off into the darkness in different directions. After handing the silver bit and the blood to French Dracula, French Dracula feels along the ceiling, just moving his fingers over the various lines and cords and grabs a knot and dips the knot inside the mason jar and like puts the jar up on a little hook on the ceiling and we can see slowly bioluminescent light start to spread across this cord. I think it is like a UV purple with like hints of gold that lead off to plume crew. It, you know, twists down the tunnel into the darkness Well, then, I suppose we have our path. And at that, the little finch that you hired earlier, Gable, lands on your shoulder. Pardon me. Correspondence. We'll be gone soon. Gable takes the bird, gives a little pat, and then uh, reads, (laughs) unfolds now the unwieldy (laughs) amount of parchment. Who's... Oh, oh, no. Oh, dear. Gets... (laughs) another piece of parchment do not put foreign objects in your eye (laughs) do not do this (laughs) who is the person you are talking about here's step by step instructions as to create your own eye washing station please do this immediately (laughs) one two three these are the steps also I realized I didn't sign this this is Gable (laughs) But I'm about to go underground in a case this is not legal. I have not checked. I will sign it as someone else who is not Gable. Gable is a different person from me. What? Uh, What is this? (laughs) Sincerely, no doubt. And that is how you do email security. Yes. That's good infosec from Gable. We we can see <laughs> Wendell, Gable, and Nodo's head down the tunnel as the finch flies away. Oh, and- French Dracula. Will the bird be able to come make it all the way down the cave or does it need to stop with you first? Uh, this, this bird will be able to find its way better than, than anyone. It will not need the help of uh, the cord. That's convenient. Thank you. Hey, but just, I'm also uh, out of curiosity. How many bags of blood do you think one of these birds could carry? What do you? Think? <laughs> <laughs> we, I'm, we just, I'm just asking questions. As, as, as the finch zips up uh, real quick, across, real quick, Johnny. Currently, you look like the character that is <laughs> selling <laughs> trying to offload bags of blood. Waiting <laughs> <laughs> in the corner. Exactly. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Quick question I'm always you. surprised by the number of people who do not look up cast pictures to, to <laughs> see what we all look like. So I cannot wait. If you are an artist and uh, you can draw, now that you know that Johnny looks exactly <laughs> like that character, please draw what you think that is and, and uh, post it to Twitter. We, we cannot wait to see it. I'm also looking forward to uh, like hopefully some way fan art. Mm. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. might oh, be like oh, a yeah. high in the For sky sure. gift. Uh, that I I I kind of think with the way that you have described way, uh, people are going to not be able to resist drawing way. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gable, I think like we we pull away the the finch starts to zip away from the city as 
you stand in front of the cave, and as you do, I, I think you are hit with another sudden memory. You are on something that looks like the firmament. It is not the firmament. Mm. This is not sphere. This, for lack of a better term, I, I think we're in a place that is like art for an angel. Angels have very little idea of, of identity or, or impression, but that's just they don't possess the idea. Mm-hmm. They, they, it's that they've never considered it. Like nobody, it's, it's very hard to invent trigonometry. Like <laughs> there's a lot of steps that you have to go to get there. So when angels are, are, are tasked with doing something that is creative, they kind of have to invent being creative for the first time. Mm-hmm. And where we are is an angel's interpretation of the firmament. The sovereign does not have time to forge the instrument of his own justice. That is something he has entrusted to his left hand. It is fitting as you are one of the fingers on the left hand. The sovereign has left it to the morning star to teach a storm to become justice. And therefore any necessary instruction to transform something from a force into a warrior has to be worked through in a safe environment. And therefore, angels were commanded to make an impression of the firmament so that you might learn how to be. And it's close it, it looks in a way a little bit like the firmament, but it, it, it's like an impressionistic painting. It, it's, it's got levels of abstraction, areas where the deep and complexity uh, of creation and life has been sort of rubbed over to give impressions. Mm-hmm. So I think we are on a beach that sparkles like it's made of pearls. Each individual grain of sand has this swirling luminescence to it. I think the water looks like wine. There is that uh, old saying that like, we used to not have a concept of the color blue and we used to consider the ocean to be the same color of wine, or at least that's how it was written in Rome, which I find charming to make that literal. It is, it is this <laughs> deep, like, like reddish sort of color that, that laps up against this. And the sky above, I think, is woven almost like fabric. There are pinpricks of, of the sovereign's light that come through. So it is this beautiful blue sky, this mid-morning blue sky full of stars. And we are on the beach together. And the morning star has many of their wings folded up. They are not in courtly dress. They are not dressed in their armor. They're outfit is 
extremely casual. Mm. Um, if you know those uh, statues of sexy Lucifer that were created uh, of, by commission of the Catholic Church, but it's just real sexy devil who's got like the slightest bit of like cloth just, hanging like, from them. Hand on the head, just kind of... Mm. Mm. Yeah, I do think... I do think the morning star is seated right now and there is like this fabric that that drapes across their biblical feet uh, held in place by the wings at their hips mm-hmm. um as <laughs> i think i look not frustrated but and, and not bored um but like displeased in a way i think the only thing that I, w- I would request is that you be holding your sword, but I do want to know what Bellwether looks like right now. I believe at this moment they're trying their best to be a good student, and what that has been looking like is kind of just training exercises, but with they don't exactly know what the end goal is, so they're just doing things like to show off power, like exploding sand dunes and create and controlling the tides as much as they can and in their most comfortable this is at them at their most comfortable mm-hmm. like natural destruction the cycles of the world operating as they should they are more ethereal mm-hmm. uh, mostly in their fiery flame-filled form and maybe more empowered and trying out the new powers of being being the left hand, but the arms are tangible so as to hold the sword, which is uh, uncomfortable for them. So, yeah, in this swirling, ethereal, destructive force, we see these arms. <laughs> <laughs> and at, just as they explode a sand dune and crush a little heavenly crab, they they drop the facade go back into fully physical form and, and say I hate this I hate the bones I hate having two arms I would like many into infinite this is the worst day of my life this is the worst day of my life you are the worst person in my life okay I hate this then we have something in common because I hate the way you do it then tell me what to you look ridiculous Ridiculous. I know, I know that. These are the ones that you gave me. You for... First of all, that is not on me. That is not on me. You are the one who can only remember to manifest part of yourself at once. People need to know that it is the Sovereign delivering this justice, and how can they know that if you don't appear before them? Uh, the Sovereign loves efficiency, so I am manifesting the parts that are important. The punching one and the, and the striking one. The rest of it... Bell weather. Mm-hmm. The Morning Star gets up and crosses the sand, which I think... It's very slight, and you can barely hear it. But I do think the sand has a twinkling sound, almost like glass or a music box. That is what angels creating a beach thought sand should be like as you cross it. The morning star stares at you, and are you sincerely telling the left hand of the sovereign what the sovereign requires 
No. Uh, this has been a conversation. <laughs> I didn't think so. Let's let's put the sword down. I'm going to unintention unintentionally touch. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's see what we got here. This feels good. No. This doesn't feel good. There's so there's so many of them that don't feel good. None of this feels good. Oh, I hate it. Dangerously oh, cheesy. I hate it. Oh, Dangerously yeah. cheesy. Chester Cheetah's all over that one. Uh, the the way that the tower wiggled when you did that terrified me to my core. <laughs> what a bad choice by me. <laughs> mm-hmm. We hate our choices. Bellwether makes a motion to give the sword back. Mm-hmm. And accidentally grazes the the hand of the morning star oh i think the morning star is going to intentionally touch you (sighs) this is gonna be a very short game hey we gotta make those moves i'm going to pass away i'm going to die (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm going to expire you unintentionally graze the morning star and the morning star traces their hand along and up your arm and places it on your shoulder so that both of your arms are in deep contact with one another and steps towards you. Be with me. I'm with you. Be with me. You have been with me this entire time. You have been wind. You have been the tides, you have been fury, you have been the destruction of what we're calling rocks and dunes, but all you have been is arms holding a sword, and that is not what the Sovereign's justice is. That's not what you are. If I may speak freely. I am shocked to discover that what you have been doing up to this point has not been speaking freely. I do not understand. And I know that lack of understanding is part of the mystery, is part of the Sovereign's design. I cannot take the full form and take the full might of the arm when I don't understand what makes a mortal life worthy of judgment. I have misbehaved in my choir. I have acted out of turn. But I only know that is incorrect because that is how I'm made. It is part of my my mind to know. How did we decide? I think the Morning Star sighs and steps away from you for a second and turns back. We did not decide. It was never for us to decide. He decides. That is the way of all things. He decides. And he decrees. And through his decree, we know. When you will be sent down to the firmament, you will have instructions. You will perform the will of the sovereign you will be the justice it, it, it's not that we're made not to understand it, 
and I will be intentionally revealing something about myself here. It's not that we were... It's not that mystery is a part of what the Sovereign wants. It's that we can't understand and know the things the Sovereign knows. Because we're fundamentally not the Sovereign. The Sovereign did not create the grand mysteries on purpose. The grand mysteries exist because the Sovereign doesn't understand us. <laughs> There's one at the bottom. Oh, God. There's a little pokey boy at the bottom. That you can scoosh out if you wanted to. Jesus Christ. Jesus. That was simple. But every time the tower shifts, it creates new little brickies for us to pull. Liz, if we go to the bottom, we will create that instability okay. at the foundation of... Uh, hey, okay. and you're allowed to do whatever you want. You're allowed to do whatever you want. <laughs> Oh God! Oh God! I'm putting I'm putting the pencil that I was picking up the pencil that caused that problem. <laughs> Bellwether steps back, slightly more understanding, but even more frustrated. If they are his most loved, why should they not judge themselves? They do. Half of the 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 souls cast to the river are are done by very quick and very passionate moments of judgment. I I can't believe this is the real disadvantage of going to you. The real disadvantage of, of prizing power over knowledge and information. The, the, the previous angel of judgment knew this because they spent all their time watching these people. Or she, she spent all of her time watching these people. Well, I'm sorry to be a disappointing replacement. You are my favorite disappointment. That mother's so mad. <laughs> Just so mad. I I grew up full of uh, in a house full of siblings that were just like me, that loved me very much. <laughs> well, no, they didn't love me. We don't know what love is. We enjoyed our each other's company because we were all the same person. And now there's someone the the first person who I've ever had an outside interaction with as a person who is me is very mean to me (laughs) (laughs) in a moment of spite bellwether attempts to fully manifest what does it look like it is the 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 faceless form that we saw them in a while back full wings black and black and gold with a, a helm with no eyes and just strong arms the same plate hard armor of the court to show their fealty. Sovereign's word, look at you. Am I pleasing to look at? I don't know what it looks like when an angel blushes, but the current form and dress that the Morning Star has taken means that you are absolutely sure to see it. They begin to speak. They, they, they try to say something, and the waves which flow here because again this is a depiction of art with clockwork regularity move against the shore with a rhythm that that sets off the tinkling and in my ears that tinkling becomes louder and louder because all i can hear is myself not saying anything (laughs) gathering all their powers bellwether attempts to slow the tick-tock 
of the tides pulls the tide back as far as they can in an unnatural, uncanny way. Like a parting of the seas type thing? And ethereal, heavenly sea creatures begin to struggle to not breathe. Oh, yeah. There is. I I think... I think the creatures... Because, like, gosh, I don't know that angels can create life. The the idea of it more yeah I, I like it's almost like a clockwork thing um or or like a, a a robot or something that has been programmed so I, I think when you pull it back like the fish or you know an angel's impression of a fish is stuck fixed at this point that it is floating in without the the wine that it was flowing through it can't move forward or whatnot mm-hmm. And I think because it's impressionistic and it's like such a visceral truth of what a fish is, they start to jerk and flop the way a fish does when it's on land. It's a little spooky. Please stop doing that. Please stop doing that. I thought you enjoyed unnatural. They let the tide go. Yeah. The water rushes forward and gathers around our legs and, like, comes up to my thighs and your shins. Yeah, your calves. It's... Again, it looks as though the morning star is going to say something. And they think better of it. Bellwether walks away down the beach where are you going wherever it ends you know it does not end you know it doesn't end make it end i can make it end (laughs) and then they just fly off (laughs) (laughs) good all gathered and ready for a story, I see. And my beloved husband is running a little behind. I've brought this along with me to top off anybody's cider. There you are. There you are, my dear. And for you as well. I'm sure he'll be along any minute now, my friends. I know that he usually is the first one here, but he's had some other business to attend to this evening. Not to worry. Mm. Now let me think. Did he... Did he happen to mention what story he was going to tell next? He didn't, did he? 
Well. Well, then, let's see, my dears. What would you like to know about? Well, Hadron Prom. That is a lovely tale to tell. I always like that story. Well, all right. Since Coriander didn't start that one yet, I don't suppose he'd mind if I told a little bit of it for him. Some years ago, my friends, when the Swiftwell Courier Service was still quite young and the Audrin ships were still as new as could be, Coriander and I were both juggling so many different things at once— between the organization of mail, the delegation of deliveries, the establishment of the official seals, and the distribution of the Audrin routes, we had our hands as full as an apple orchard. It was a joy to work together, to see things come to fruition, and to lean on one another for support as we made new things where previously there had been nothing. But by the lumens we were tired— Everything was growing and changing so quickly, and by the time we'd finished each day, we were both too tired to talk, or walk, or do anything other than eat our suppers and fall asleep. One day, I was supervising some cargo being loaded at the docks. One of the Audrin ships had just landed, you see, and another Audrin ship was scheduled to depart. Nowadays, the routes happen simultaneously, of course, but back then, well... They didn't. <laughs> they happened when they happened. I was keeping a log of important events and precious cargoes near the dock when I saw one of our couriers, a young woman by the name of Rollin, standing alone on the dock with the wind in her hair, some mail in her hands, and a rosy flush across her cheeks that put autumn's leaves to shame. I was about to walk over and ask if she was feeling all right, when— Suddenly, a few more couriers from a different Audrin came strolling down the dock, their arms full of mail and supplies, and Rollin's eyes lit up like the moon on a clear night, reflected off the snow of the mountain peaks. And I realized that Rollin wasn't holding just any old mail in her hands. She was holding a letter that was likely a little more precious and more personal. These new couriers walked past our Rollin, standing there like a blazing sunset of beauty, and continued down the dock. For a moment she looked crushed, and then a flare of determination filled her eyes, and she marched after those couriers and their crates of food and supplies. I was far enough away, and the wind was going the other direction, so I couldn't probably hear what was said. But as I watched, the group of couriers stopped and turned to look, and then watched as some of them smiled knowingly and peeled away from one of their fellows, a tall courier called Jates. And then I watched as Rollin marched up to Jates with their crate of potatoes, and she held out a single letter. I watched as Jates's own cheeks turned pink, their lips drawn into a thin line of uncertainty, then bemusement, as Rollin handed over the letter. I watched the two of them exchange tense nods, and saw Rollin's high-lifted chin as she strode purposefully away from the docks, her hands clenched into proud fists. I saw, too, the way Jates trembled, still blushing and holding the letter, 
watching Rollin walk away. Jates silently struggled with whether to call after Rollin or carry on with their cargo, or stop and read the letter right then and there. Ultimately, they chose the latter option, and the emotions I saw dance across their face made it very plain to me. That night, when Coriander and I sat down to supper, I told him what I had seen, and together we came up with a plan. The very next day, we sent out a grand invitation to all the Audrans, inviting them all to Swiftwell's respite in the Honey Smoke Mountains— a place small enough to be private and large enough for all of our couriers in one place to all be there at one time. When they arrived, we held a fantastical banquet and a dance with music and masks and fancy dress and so much silliness that we could have all burst from laughing long into the night. Just as I had been longing to have a moment of peace and romance with Coriander, so too were our couriers yearning to make connections with one another, some as friends, and some as more than friends. There was so much joy and merriment that we absolutely could not help ourselves, and we just had to throw the same party again the same time next year. And the year after that. <laughs> and the year after that. And that was the beginning of Audrin Prom. And that is a story by the fireside well told, my dear. Very well told indeed. Why, Coriander, I didn't hear you come out. Oh, that's all right, my love. I'd like to hear you tell it this time round. Mm, did I leave anything out? Oh, now let me see. Let me think. Let me scratch my noodle and think about that <laughs> for a little bit. Actually, yes, I believe you did. Uh, did I? Which part? You left out the part where you looked absolutely gorgeous in your gown. And you stole my heart away from the rest of the world to hold it all your own. Oh. <laughs> and also the part where we danced the night away like two young lovebirds under a moonlit sky. Well, we were young lovebirds then. <laughs> young, at least. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I suppose we were. But you stayed just the same all this while. Smart, capable, generous to a fault, and always aware and considerate of the tenderness of others. You know, I think I should tell you a very personal secret, my dear. Hmm. Come close. Oh, Nice close. All right. Right here. <clears throat> I do love you something fierce. <laughs> I do love you too, dear. <clears throat> uh, now, now then, uh... <clears throat> Some of you look as though you've had enough of this romantic lovey-dovey stuff for now. Though I wouldn't be too surprised if you added a romantic feather to your own cap at your next autumn prom. <laughs> but I digress for now. What shall we say our next story shall be? Let me see. Let me see. Campaign Skyjacks is a one-shot network production. For more information, be sure to follow us on Twitter over at CampaignPod for updates about live shows and other events we might be doing. Welcome to Character Creation Cast, a show where we create and discuss characters, the best part of role-playing games, with guests using their favorite systems. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Bolter. 
I'm your other host, Amelia Antrim. Join us as we sit down with game designers, podcasters, and fans of games as we dive into learning about different RPGs through the lens of character creation. It's a combination of character building, player advice, game design insights, and even a little bit of fan fiction for a different game every month. We tackle a variety of new and old games, both well-known and indie-produced titles. We learn how creating characters can tell us a lot about the games themselves. Check us out today anywhere you can get podcasts or on the OneShot Podcast Network at OneShotPodcast.com. You can find more great gaming shows over at OneShotPodcast.com, like Skyjack's Courier's Call, an all-ages-friendly actual play podcast set in the world of Sphere. Skyjack's Courier's Call follows three teens as they set out as new apprentices aboard an airship with the Swiftwell Courier Service, bringing mail and adventure across the world. Featuring Drew Merzieski, Palomi Pertap, Aaron Catano Saez, and Ali Grauer, and using the Cortex Prime system, this show is perfect for anyone just getting started listening to actual plays, and veterans of the tabletop genre alike. Join clever but anxious Kieran, bold, fast-talking Cece, and the loyal and strong June aboard the Red Audrin ship as they sort and deliver mail, encounter powerful magic, and learn the proper skills of an Ariner along the way. Right wrongs, do mercies, and take flight. Jonnet Kessler was played by Tyler Davis, who can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Tyler A. Dave. He also co-stars and consults on Showtime's Work in Progress. Gable was played by Liz Anderson, who can be found on Twitter at Liz Anderson underscore underscore underscore, or on her podcast, Paired. Travis Matigo was played by Johnny O'Mara, who can be found on Twitter at Johnny and Briefs, or on his podcasts, Bill Buds and Dilettante Ball. Captain Oromar Vale was played by Nathan Blades, who can be found on Twitter at Phantom Arts ENT. You can also find them streaming on twitch.tv slash theneoncaster. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. You can find me on Twitter at OneShotRPG or on my other podcast, OneShot. The original music featured in this podcast was written, composed, and performed by Arnie Parrott. You can find him on Twitter over at A-R-N-E-P-A-R-R-O-T-T. You can find more of his work at atptunes.com. This episode was edited by Casey Tony who can be found on Twitter at Casey Pony or on his podcast, Neo Scum. Our logo was designed by Fiona Shea, who can be found on Twitter at Fiona Pup. The World of Sphere was inspired in part by the music of the Decemberists and Illimat, produced by Together Studios. This show uses a modified version of the Genesis role-playing system, designed by Sam Stewart and a team of talented professionals who were fired by the private equity firm owning Fantasy Flight Games. Strangers who've ever been kind, and once for our friends ne'er rise. Twice to the dearest we're leaving behind, who know we can never deny the call of the sky. <laughs>